From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about how you are never too old to have an amazing sex life. And as we start that, I want you to think about this quote from George Burns, who said, you can't help getting older, but you don't have to get old. That's right. Didn't George Burns make 100 years old? I don't know how old he was, but he, he was did. like the quintessential, you know, senior statesman. He right? was. You know, when you thought of old guy oh. years and years ago, you thought of George Burns. And if you don't know who he is... Google, Google it. Him. He, Google. Just, he always had that cigar in his mouth. Absolutely. Good old George Burns. Absolutely. Yes. Well, you know, we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug. And this week's hug is sponsored by Organifi. Organifi makes great getting great nutrition super easy. And we're so looking forward to sharing a little bit more about them later in the show. And for those of you that don't know what a hug is, hug is one of our most favorite parts of the show because mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for us to share with all of you a couple who's had change who's seen transformation who's had a breakthrough in their marriage and and it's just that special time that you get to connect with someone else in the one family yeah and this hug comes from a facebook message that we received and this husband says hey guys my wife found your podcast a few weeks ago and it has rocked our marriage right on in the last few years we went from being fun and adventurous and eager with synchronized sexual appetites to having a kid and being worn out couch potatoes been there in the last year since our son was born my wife's desire and our connection totally disappeared a few weeks ago she came to me and was so apologetic for rejecting me over the last year and i found myself forgiving her for things i didn't even realize i had pushed down inside about a week after that she shared the podcast with me and our marriage is better than even our honeymoon days I had pretty much given up and resigned myself to a relationship desert for the rest of my life until you came along. Mm. Thank you. Oh, I love it. Wow. Wow. Relationship desert. And that's, that's a phrase that we hear a lot. And actually it kind of ties into what we're talking about with this idea of getting older and your sexual intimacy. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of people, a lot of people think, you know what, you know, sex is going to be kind of one of those things that just sort of, you know, fades off into the sunset because we're just, we're getting older and it's probably not one of those things that we're going to keep doing. And, and as we start today's show, I want you to know that we know that the one family literally spans from teenagers mm -hmm. to folks who are into their seventies and eighties. Mm -hmm. Right. So wide wide spectrum. And we actually, it's one of our most favorite things about the one family is that there's such a diversity in who listens to the show. And a few weeks ago, we got this message that says, my wife and I turned 76 years old this year. We will have been married for 55 years this November. Which is amazing. I love which that. Which is amazing. I love that. He goes on to say, we have five children, four grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren. And that even becomes even more amazing. <laughs> There's a lot of legacy there. There is. There's an expectation of society that once you're a grandparent, sex is no longer a part of your life. Contrary to that, I feel that as we get older, sex has become an even more important part of our life. We want to encourage people as they get older to enjoy each other intimately. It's very important emotionally, physically, and spiritually to continue to live out that marriage commitment. So having and enjoying sex together as often as possible. So we'd gotten that message a few weeks ago and we started kind of thinking through, okay, let's, let's talk about this. We've never really talked about 
sex as you get older. And for those of you who are younger and going, wait a minute, you know, I'm in my 30s, you know, 40s, ah, that's that's always off. Stick in. Even you guys in your 20s, stick in because we got some good golden nuggets in here for you. Absolutely. And, and it was interesting because just as we were getting ready to record this show, this message comes in that says, I've got a show idea about reviving your sex life as you enter retirement. Perhaps the golden years look bleak because you'll be spending it in a marriage that has lost its sizzle. It doesn't have to be that way. Rejuvenate your marriage. Fall in love with your mate again. Find the spark that brought you together so many years ago. Make a marriage that younger couples would envy now that you have the comfort of knowing your spouse for so long. Mm. Sex does not have to be a back burner issue in these years. Connect again with your spouse and truly relish this new phase of life. Mm-hmm. And so it was amazing that we had these two show ideas. Mm-hmm you know, from two different folks that were basically saying the same thing. And oh my gosh, there were a few things in both of these messages that really stood out to us and and made us say, you know what, we need to talk about this because I I don't care if you're in your twenties or your forties or your sixties, we are all getting older. It's a fact of life every day, every would like, and since we started this show, you know, a few minutes ago, you've gotten older. I'm, I'm just pointing out the obvious, but like George Byrne says, you don't have to get old right? You don't have to get into this place where, oh, I'm old. We're just going to be in that relationship desert. Nothing's going to, you know, it's like the Eeyore. You all can hear Eeyore's voice in your head. And, and some of the things that came out of both of these messages was the power of sexual intimacy in creating the longevity in your marriage, making each other a priority. I mean, that first message that I read where, you know, we've got children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, Right. And they see that, you know, the great grandparents now are still after 55 years married, setting the example of what marriage looks like mm-hmm. and, and a physically intimate marriage, right? Not just grandma and grandpa sleeping in you know, opposite ends of the house, but grandma and grandpa who are, you know, I can just imagine what it's going to look like in our house when, you know, Tony and I have been married 55 years and he's still walking up and just horribly embarrassing our children like he does now and grabs my butt. And they're both like, oh. And that's okay. Embarrass your kids. I want to say that now for those of you who do have youngers around, embarrass them. You know, when when physical touch and and kissing or holding hands or hugging, embarrass them. Mm -hmm. Because I really think when we embarrass them like that, they see something that's so special that they're like, ah. And and as our kids get older, they still say it. And guess what? We just tell them every single time is we show each other, our affection, our physical affection this way because of the love we have for one another. And it doesn't always come out exactly like that. It just sometimes it just comes out. It's like, um, I love your mom, but deal with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love your mom. And so go for it. It's okay. Absolutely. And the last thing that came out that we're going to tackle today too, is that there are no rules on sex, regardless of what society says or what we don't see. Right. Because if you look at media, it's all, you know, people in their quote unquote, you know, prime of life, mm-hmm. youthful and, 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 you know, unencumbered with gray hair or wrinkles or anything like that. Right. We, we, we put, you know, beautiful young somethings on the screen and that's like the image of what sex is. And so, you know, this, these rules that older people don't have sex, well, we're going to bust those apart today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I, I want to just say too, that some of you who listen and, and are part of the one family, I mean, you may look at Elise and I and go, hey, those guys are older. We're in our mid-40s, and so we get it. And, and we're excited, though, to be sharing this because I think we can, we can show that being part of the one family means that every stage of your marriage, 
you're growing mm-hmm. and you're being you're you're more engaged with each other than when you started. Absolutely. You know, it's I love the the second message that says, you know, you've had all this life experience mm-hmm. with this person and I just want you to I just want you to stop and, and ask yourself, well, I'm going to ask you the question. I want you to think about it. But what, what do you envision for your sex life as you age, right? What are those thoughts that you have around, you know, when you move into a season where maybe you're empty nesters or you're in your 60s or 70s? Do you have a vision for how the two of you are going to relate to one another? And I'll just give you a real quick tip. Think of the intimacy lifestyle now. Yeah, start now. And start implementing it. And then as you age, you've already got that framework, right? But that vision, what you want that to be. I mean, I've shared countless times on this show that one of the visions I have for Tony and I is to be that old couple that like everybody envies, you know, in the sense of we're affectionate with one another. We've got this great connection. You know, that's who I want us to be. Can we be the old couple that's like just sitting on the beach though too and just chilling and enjoying it? Well, yes. Okay. Cool. Okay. That was <laughs> completely random. Tony just obviously had a thought right there, guys. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes this is what happens in our conversation. Tony just has a thought and has to ask it. And yeah. yes, but can we, can we be like holding hands? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying it's more like that relaxing, not like, you know. Oh, I didn't say we were running around in okay. our seventies and eight. As long as Please. we're just, as long as we're just chilling. Please. I want to share just a couple statistics that I found on sex and aging, because I think this is going to start to dispel those myths. Um, Indiana University did a study, uh, folks over 70 found that 43% of men and 22% of women say they engage in sexual intercourse. And, And one of the little caveats I want to put around any of those studies that you see with folks that are, you know, just have more years behind them. I don't want to call them old. They just have more years, more life experience is that for a lot of them, part of what impacts that is whether or not they have a partner, obviously, right? Because of death, Mm -hmm. divorce, other factors of life happening, medical issues. Okay. Absolutely. And then there was a study by the national commission on aging that found that women in particular, ladies, listen up. Women in particular find sex over 70 as more physically satisfying than they did in their forties. And it was also shown to be more emotionally satisfying for both genders. Wow. So, so don't stop having sex because you're in your 40s or 50s and you got a lot, a lot of life going on. Because these two, these two studies, I was like, oh, wait, sex is going to be better in my 70s? Hold on, because sex in my 40s is pretty good. Like, dude, you guys, Tony's already like nodding his head. I wish you yes. guys could see him right now. He's like, oh. Yeah. Again, let's, let's make sure we keep that intimacy lifestyle going for the next 30 years. That's the goal. Right. I think that's the vision because when I read those and I, for me personally, I just think of like, wow, implementing the intimacy lifestyle as we have allows us to have that framework to still engage Mm -hmm. in our sexual intimacy week after week, month after month, year after year, and to grow on it. Oh, that's so good. And learn on and learn from each other and continue to learn what we like and what's changed and what's shifting because obviously, you know, with you and your your aging, I mean you're gonna gonna hear hit perimenopausal and then I'm menopause. Pr- I'm probably already perimenopausal. I and then so but I'm just saying in having the intimacy lifestyle allows us to be able to discuss that and not put our sexual intimacy on the back burner mm-hmm. for months or years and then try to pick it back up. 
Well, and that's a great point because you let's do a little biology here, right? Let's talk about it. You know, Tony mentioned menopause. It's a real thing. Ladies, it's going to happen to you. Men, it's going to happen to your wife. It's going to happen to your wife, right? So it's real. It happens. Um, Another little research statistic that I found is, and this one was a little shocker to me, but I think it's just, you know, something we should all stick in, you know, in the back of your brain and just say, huh, might need to try that. Some research actually suggests that more sex can help with menopause. Just saying there are research studies out there that support that. And, you know, here's the deal. One of the things that happens with menopause is that the vagina does change, right? The walls get, the walls get thinner. The self-lubrication for a lot of women, they can experience vaginal dryness. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. There's a solution for that. It's called lubrication. And I don't care how young you are or how old you are. Lubrication should be part of your marriage toolbox. It's interesting you bring that up because we talked to so many newlyweds and we've been to a number of weddings and we know a number of couples that are engaged and no kidding. One of the first things that Lisa and I are talking to them about when it comes to their sexual intimacy, especially sex on that, the night of their wedding is make sure you have lube. Oh, here's the deal. If I get invited to your bridal shower. Yeah, we're giving you Uber lube. You're getting, you're getting lubricant yep. for your bridal. I, I'm not buying you, you know, the sexy panties. I'm buying you lubricant. If I get invited to your birthday, I'm probably bringing you lubricant if you're a woman friend of mine. Why? Because I don't care how old you are. A good lube will make all the difference. Yeah. And you can check out our Amazon shop for great lubes. I mean, we have a number of them in there. Just go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon shop. So the vagina changes, but here's a little thing that doesn't change. Uh, according to you know, the biology and all the doctors and you know, the experts and whatnot, they say that the clitoris does not change. Big bonus. Yeah. Like, Tony, I saw Tony that. just took a deep breath. He's like, I saw oh. that one. I'm just like, well, okay, there we go. Orgasms are still on. And that's an important thing to know, right? We get so, as women, we get so wrapped up in what's going to change in our bodies at menopause and I'm not going to feel like having sex. And, and so now we know that, that sex may help and that your clitoris doesn't change. So it can still get all fired up. I think that's up. the bonus right there. I mean, if there's one bonus of this whole, whole show, it's right there. Clitoris doesn't change. I, I, that's probably Boom. gonna be like the Done. hashtag for the show or something. Tony's so excited. <laughs> Tony's so excited. I need to remember that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll figure it out as I age and it doesn't. Yes. So, you know, so that's dealing with a lot of the, the physiological changes that happen for a woman in a man. Does your erection change? Yes. We've talked about it on this show. We've experienced it in our own marriage in the 20, almost 22 years that we've been together. I think the big thing on this one, guys, as you're aging, the emotional intimacy, the conversations you're having around this is key. Mm -hmm. Instead of us staying in our own minds and not sharing with our spouse, I think the key is here and I and I'm learning more and more. I mean, we've done a couple of shows here recently, you know, the the foreplay for men, mm -hmm. um, which I thought was a big one because it, it opened up something and it unlocked something in me that I had been holding back that I need to make sure that I'm expressing to Elisa that there are these times when I'm flaccid and I'm going to need a little more help as I age to maintain an erection. And that's the thing. We all know our bodies are aging. So let's create the conversation around it. Whether you're struggling to have an erection, and yes, men, there are treatments out there. There are pharmaceutical treatments. There are non-pharmaceutical treatments. Mm -hmm. There are ways to to get help. Here's the thing, though: you have to actually open your mouth and let both your wife and possibly your physician know that something's going on, mm -hmm. right? Just pushing her away, just saying I don't want to have sex, just whatever, doesn't help. 
your marriage. It doesn't help you to get to this point where in your 70s and 80s, the two of you are being sexually intimate. You know, and, and yes, there are all kinds of medical medical issues that happen as we age. And, and it is important to to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. right? You don't get to, you know, having sex in your 70s and 80s, like the one couple that I read, by neglecting this amazing gift that is your body. You got to take care of yourself. And, and, and be, in taking care of yourself, it also increases that connection between the two of you. Because you don't get to the point where you've got five kids, four grandkids, and four great grandkids if you're not making the connection and making one another a priority. And sexual intimacy is both physical and emotional connection, right? It's that, it's that demonstration of, you know what, not only do I see you, but I want to be with you. Yeah. And I want to just say for the emotional connection, get the, get the coffee break, do it, do it, do it. Find those opportunities to talk because that allows you to talk about more than the kids, the laundry and work. Mm-hmm. Um, and also our book, Connect Like You Did When You First Met, 101 Proven Questions. That's a great jumping off point. We have stuff at the Amazon shop. I mean, we have table topics. We have other different cards. I mean, there's oh, there's so many ways that you can engage in your emotional intimacy beyond what you normally do. And that's what you need to continue to do, to challenge each other and ask these questions back and forth at different periodic times mm-hmm. over your lives. Because you can get into that desert stage of just like, we're talking about the same thing. Mm, that is so, so I mean, we've, we experienced that in our 40s, mm-hmm. right? And, and that choice to make one another a priority, that choice to say that our sexual intimacy, that doesn't just impact the two of you. That That's a legacy that gets passed down. That's a demonstration to your kids of, you know what? This didn't just all revolve. Sex did not just revolve around creating you human beings. Mm-hmm, right. Sex is a vital component of our marriage. We want it to be something that continues to grow well beyond the baby making ages, right? Well beyond just having kids in your home, but to go into this place where, you know, in all honesty, it doesn't matter how old you are, right? What matters is that we start to look at this sexual intimacy as a vital component of our marriage for the life of our marriage. And we want to share just some key strategies that the two of you can, the two of you can take a look at and say, you know what, how are we going to incorporate this into our marriage? Right? How are we going to bring this in and say, it doesn't matter if we're in our 20s or our 80s. We're going to make sex one of those things that we're known for. Mm-hmm. Right? And even if it's just something the two of us are known for, like that's what we do. But before that we do that, like I said at the beginning, we want to introduce you to this week's show sponsor, and that is Organifi. And, and as we've been talking throughout this show, we've been talking a lot about health right? and, and about being healthy and about the gift that that is. And, and it can be hard to find the right combination of nutrients that are both healthy and energizing and, you know, not so expensive and not time consuming, right? Like you try and get all of those things together. And that's why Organifi is one of our most favorite companies because they do all of that hard work for us, right? Especially they have a product called Red Juice. And and as we're talking about, you know, being able to, you know, maintain your sexual intimacy, Red Juice is that powerful, you know, energy boost. It's the afternoon pick me up, man. I just had it yesterday. I was just sort of hit that little lull and I just looked over and there was the Red Juice on the counter, mixed that stuff up. And I mean, after that, I mean, I had another good three, four hours in me, honestly, before dinner, it is the perfect I think it's the perfect way to keep energized and revitalized. I mean, mm-hmm. if you need a little pick me up, you know, just to get into the bed, 
go for it. Check out the Organifi Red Juice. And here's the thing. They have a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you've got nothing to lose. I want you guys to go to OrganifiShop.com, and that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P, and enter promo code 1, number O-N-E, or write it out, O-N-E, and you're going to get 20% off your entire order. Guys, you got nothing to lose. Go to OrganifiShop.com because this investment in your health is going to be good for you and for your marriage. So here we are. I mean, we're talking about, you know, revitalizing and energy and how do you keep that sexual intimacy going into, going into your more experienced life years. Mm -hmm. I'm just not calling you old. I just, I'm not going there, right? Because you start to take that into your head. You need to, you need to start the conversation about your body and where you are now. Right? Where does, what does our sexual intimacy look like now? Some of you have not had this conversation yet. I'm just like, I'm going to just call you out. Some of you are shaking your head. And you're like, at least I know we need to have, it, it's time. It's time because, you know, like Tony said throughout the show, creating the intimacy lifestyle now in your marriage gives you a foundation that as you age, you get to have conversations about it. Are we in a season where it's going to be once a week? Are we in a season where we can do twice a week? Are we, I was talking to a couple the other day, they're sending their kids, like they've got two college age girls. Mm. And this is like the last two weeks before everybody moves out. It's a little crazy in their house. She's like, we got mm -hmm. piles everywhere. Okay. So maybe they're taking a break for this two weeks, but you know what? You got a plan to get it back started. Once it, once they're, they're out of the house, if you need to, get a refresher on the intimacy lifestyle, check out episode 140. It's called mm -hmm. scheduling sex. And that's at one extraordinary marriage.com slash scheduling sex. I'll also put a link here in the show notes, but here's the thing. Listen to that show. And I've also had a couple, a number of couples come up to me and going, can you explain that again? And I'm trying to explain it to my spouse. Best way to do it. Just go, Hey, there's this cool thing that's going to allow us to have sex on a regular basis. Could you please listen to this show? Mm -hmm. And that's it. Start there. Absolutely. The, the next suggestion is to address any embarrassment that you have talking to a doctor. And, and, and you know, this goes back to, you know, if you're experiencing symptoms of menopause, if you're experiencing symptoms of erectile dysfunction, if you're having other body issues, address that fear with your spouse. And then maybe you guys go to the doctor's appointment together. I did an interview with, uh, with Rhonda Jolliffe last year. Mm -hmm. She's a, a nurse practitioner who specializes in menopause. And one thing she said, she was like, I love it when the husbands come to the appointments because I can talk to them then. And, and, and you know, they're not getting the information filtered through their wife. They can ask their own questions. You two are partners do life together. The next thing is stop, stop putting that word old into your vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Right. So many couples are saying, we're just, we're too old. We, we can't do that. Or, uh, you know, we just, have, oh, we just, mm, you know, it's, it's old people don't have sex. I think, I think more than anything, we begin to put up barriers on why we can't. And what we need to do is we need to break down those barriers and find solutions why we can. Mm -hmm. It's so easy. It's so, so easy for all of us. And, and Elisa and I included to come up with problems and how we can't overcome them. Oh, so true. And like our kids, when they have problems or something's hitting them, we tell them to come to us with a solution or two or three, and we can discuss them. Mm -hmm. And we in our marriages look at aging as a problem that 
there is no solution to. I'm going to tell you something. At our church at C3 here in San Diego, we have a group called our Prime Group, and it's our 50-plus group. I'm telling you, those folks are on it. They are vibrant. They are moving. They are doing stuff. And I'm like, holy cow. As Elise and I age, there's going to be a time when we're in that group, and I'm excited because of all the folks that we're going to be around. And, and how excited they are. They are finding solutions to enjoy these years of their life. Mm-hmm. And that's... Yeah. And Elisa's over here laughing because every time we go into church, somebody in Prime Group's already giving her a card to join. I'm like, I've got five, <laughs> I've got four, uh, six years. Six years. Six years until I'm in the club. Six years. So I'll just wait. Until Actually the... five because I'm going to be there before you. Oh, you're just going to drag me along? Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Well, you won't have to drag me. I'll go because they are having a lot of fun. Um, so, you, so you start creating a shift in your mindset, right? That we're not too old. That this is a vital part of our marriage. And that piggybacks on accepting your body, ladies and gentlemen, for who and what it is and the life experiences that you have gone through. I will tell you, my body does not look like it did when I was a 20-year-old that first met Tony. I think it looks better now. In all honesty, there's just those curves and everything you got now that I just, oh my gosh, I love them. What what a great husband. You all can give Tony the the high five. And I know there are a lot of guys that are like, oh, this is going to be good for Tony. Yeah, it probably is. Not going to lie. But but that's the truth, that there's all of this life experience. And so celebrate your body. You got a few gray hairs. Well, you're in a new club. You're in the gray hair club. Right. You got a few wrinkles. You know why? Because you've laughed and you've cried and you've you've had all of this. The the two of you have actually shared together. Right. Being sexy is not about, you know, whether or not you look like the Victoria's Secret model or, you know, the, the latest hunk that is in a Hollywood blockbuster. Being sexy is about what happens between your two ears. Start telling yourself that you're sexy. Start telling yourself that you rock the body that you're in. Right, be in that place because the the sexuality, the confidence that comes out of the bedroom, that is ninety percent, at least ninety percent, what you think, and ten percent what you look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? and, and so you've got to be in that place. And you know, the, the last thing that I want to mention is the fact that the two of you have a freedom as you age that you didn't have when you were in your twenties, thirties, and forties. Here's the big thing, though: you are going to have to put in the work during those years. Mm-hmm. You cannot get complacent, folks. You can't. Elise and I were there for a while. We were getting complacent and we were just looking at our lives and going at like, you know what? When the kids hit 18, we'll get a divorce. And guess what? I'm glad we did it because you're going to have to put in some time and effort during those years. So when you do get to those years when the, the house is empty, you guys are not shell-shocked by looking at each other and figuring out what you're going to do next. You already have a vision for your marriage. You already have a vision for what's ahead. You already know what you're going to do sexually, emotionally, spiritually. You you know that. So you can't be complacent now. Mm-hmm. And that complacency that or that lack of complacency, that intentionality now, when it translates into that freedom, I want to tell you how jealous I am of a friend's who are empty nesters or who are talking about their kids, uh, everybody being out of the house. Um, you have freedom to have sex in any room of your house at any time of the day, right? You no longer have to wait until nap time or until the kids go to bed or until, you know, the teenager, you know, leaves the house or comes home or does whatever, right? You're not on anybody's schedules, but your own. Yeah. And right now, like we're, we're cheering on the start of school. So we can, so we have time alone. 
So j- just know that there are a lot of folks that are looking at all of you that, that have the house to yourself and, and are cheering you guys on. So embrace this season. Yeah, you guys got this. You guys got this. No matter where you are right now, do know that when you age, there's a lot of goodness coming. And hey, we want to let you guys know we're three weeks away from the inaugural one conference being held here in San Diego on September 8th. We want to meet you. We want to hang out with you. We want to hug you. We want to tell you, honestly, I want to tell you that we love you guys in person. If you want to check it out and you want to join us here in San Diego for the uh, the one conference, go to extra, extraordinarymarriage.com. And when you do check out, use promo code Pa- uh, podcast 30 and we will make sure to get you $30 off that registration but you got to do it soon we're filling up and we are going to fill up we got 60 couples coming here so we cannot wait and as you guys start looking at aging no matter where you are in that whole spectrum wherever you are hey if you're already up there go after it there are couples in the one family as this husband mentioned 55 years married 76 years old, both of them, and they are rocking it. So do it. For those of us who are in our 20s, 40s, 60s, hey, we can still pay attention to what's ahead so that way we can enjoy sex as we progress through each and every season and stage of life. The key is, though, this week is start the intimacy lifestyle. Mm. Start the emotional intimacy. Get engaged in an area where you guys can talk, where you guys can be physically active with each other and continue to grow that each and every step of the way. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.